glad you could join us this morning on 10 Minutes in the Field. My name is David. Each one of us has been called to a field, whether it be a teenager, a father, a mother, a youth leader, or if you simply consider yourself a regular Christian, our field is the world we live in. For each one's field, the challenges are different, but the expectations are the same, to bring glory to God. This morning, I pray that you'll be encouraged as we look at the scriptures together. Hassan is a youth pastor here at uh, CIA, Rwanda. God called him into ministry four years ago. Hassan, when you talk about discipleship, you make it sound so easy. I mean, pour your life, teach young men, specifically handling certain topics maybe, and areas of life. But why is it happening? Yeah, I think because it requires uh, a cost giving of yourself. So mm. uh, I live in an urban elite environment where most of the people I'm exposed to are people who are busy. They have a nine to five, six days a week. Mm. So for them, that is something extra uh, that yep. they really feel mm. like committing to is, is a bit too much mm. to ask. Mm. It's just my environment. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now, one of the other things that uh, I've found very helpful in my own life as well is the aspect of accountability mm. when it comes to spiritual growth. And, and I believe uh, it, it, it's something that is very important for young people. It's, it's something I began to to do very, very intensely or intentionally about one year and a half ago with a friend of mine uh, called Brian. And uh, it's I, I've been wondering, and each time we talk, I keep asking him, man, where have you been all my life? In, mm. in relation to, I, I I shouldn't have been walking alone uh, mm. in, in, this, in this Christian life. But do you think that is something that is practical that we can be able to help young people with to have accountability and is that our responsibility as youth leaders do you think it has any part to play um do you think it's a need oh definitely it is a need and it is our responsibility mm. uh, because the issue of accountability is very very important mm. who works with you who has the permission mm. uh, to be able to call you out on certain things mm. uh, of course it's built on the foundation of relationship mm. um, uh, personally, I have found accountability in my own life to be very valuable. Um, for the last eight years, I've been working with three men in my life, and uh, we meet every week, every Tuesday. Uh, we meet, and uh, we, you know, it's 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 so intentional to, to the point that our own wives, all of us, are married. Mm. Our own wives. My wife has permission mm. to reach out to any of them in case she notices uh, a change in behavior. <laughs> In case I change my phone password mm. and I, I and I don't allow her to access, you know, like she knows my passwords, I know her password. So things that are minute like that. Mm. Why? Because I think we are not called to walk alone mm. and to be able to walk effectively in this life mm. as Christ followers, accountability is very, very important. So much more for youth and youth leaders because youth are in a very turbulent time in their life and uh, they need accountability much more. Mm. Hassan, you must have a life verse. Take a couple of minutes and share with us from, from the scriptures mm. and encourage us this morning. Yeah, um, so my life verse is, um, is John t chapter 12 uh, from verse 21, where Jesus was uh, responding to Philip and Andrew and they had come to him requesting for him to give an appointment to some Greeks that wanted audience with Jesus. Mm. Uh, and uh, Jesus uh, tells them that, you know, that the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. And then he said to them, verse 24, uh, he says, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain uh, or much fruit. 
other versions safe. I, I have found that to be an anchoring verse for me because it is one of the the, the verses I understood when I came to Christ. Mm. Uh, I came to Christ in a very particular pe- peculiar way. Mm. It was really at the tragedy of um, my, the death of my mother. So I've always referred to that as my mother had to literally die mm. uh, for me to be given birth to in the faith mm. because I was born and raised in a Muslim family. Mm. So I feel like, you know, of course, what Christ means here is is a figurative um, uh, form of death, mm. uh, but it's really giving of ourselves mm. uh, wholly and fully to the work mm. of the Lord and uh, it, die to self. Exactly, there's mm. dying to self, mm. but also, you know, dying so that others might eat of your fruit. So yeah. it means denying yourself uh, certain rights, mm. uh, certain entitlements. Mm denying yourself certain you know privileges mm. for the sake of the gospel mm. um you know in my case i had to walk away from a business mm. that i had built for seven years because god explicitly told me mm. uh to to transition from the business and uh you know and that is something that even many friends of mine were like are you really sure like mm. you know so it, it's denying myself i had to die Mm. to that pursuit it wasn't a bad thing it was something that was you know that was good so um so christ calls us to 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 be able to to give of ourselves and die and it's through the process of death mm. death to self that actual life can be given birth to now that is one of two i know you asked one but i have another one that um mm. that for me is going yeah, yeah so it's uh, it's hebrews 12 okay uh, it's about the rest of faith. Mm. I, it, it, that portion of scripture really, really blesses me. Uh, and it says, uh, therefore, we, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, and uh, I think it's referring to, uh, you know, the witnesses who we read in, the, the, chapter, uh, in 11. chapter 11. Yeah. I say, he's laying aside every weight and a sin that so easily ensnares us says, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for this joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the Father. And I'd like to link this to the previous um, portion of John 12. Mm. Uh, is We've all been called to run a race. And this race is a lifelong race. Mm. It's a it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, and, but for the race to be, you know, a smooth race is, we can't run the race with weights. Mm. It could be anxieties, worries of this world, pursuit of material things, uh, or actual sins. Mm. Because it says, you know, we need to uh, lay aside every weight and sin. So that means weight is categorized in a, a different kind of categorization and then sin is sin Mm. so there are certain weights that ensnare us that are not necessarily sin but also sin ensnares us Mm. Uh, and then he says you know we we should run with endurance Mm. that race that is set before us uh, sometimes it gets weary Mm. Uh, sometimes it gets tiresome on this journey of the faith uh, when you give and give and give and give and uh, sometimes you give people disappoint you give people continue walking a life of diso- that, that is disobedient to Christ. Sometimes our own failures as, as, as people. We, so it's very difficult to endure in this race. But endurance is, um, is made possible 
by who we fix our eyes on to mm. and that is Christ uh, we fix our eyes on to him because he begins the work of faith in us True. and he brings it to completion so without us fixing our eyes on to him the rest of faith is practically impossible mm. because it's all about him uh, he is the object of our faith and our affection and our pursuit. Founder. Uh, exactly. So <laughs> that's why it says he, he, he's the, the, the author. The author, yeah. And the finisher of it. Mm. Yeah. And, and then it, it, it gives an example of what he went through mm. to finish his own race and him being our ultimate example. Mm. It says that for who, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, mm. uh, despising its shame, is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God um, and that really says that our journey on earth might have its challenges and troubles and trials and and you know all sorts of challenges mm. but the joy that awaits us outweighs uh, the current troubles that we go through, through. so just the thought of that mm. should uh, be uh, should be you know an encouragement to every believer mm. to endure mm. as you run the race endure the joy that is set before you is much greater than the momentary pain that you're going through. Yeah, so for me, you know, this, uh, these two are my life verses and uh, they really, really speak a lot, even as I journey towards um, uh, this upward call that the Lord has called me to walk. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, friends, before you go, I'd like you guys to just keep praying. Uh, this coming month, at the end of the month, I'm expecting to have Ken Daddy come over here in Rwanda and train different youth leaders on how to be able to do discipleship in their churches. So keep praying for those two main events uh, coming up in the next two months. Well, have a good day and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.